What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Married to Reality. It's the Married at First Sight edition. I'm your co-host, John, here with my wife and co-host. It's the one only Teresa out there. Hello, everyone. How's everyone doing? Teresa. Jonathan, let's get a bidet so tush, our tushies are clean. <laughs> <laughs> well, if I've learned anything from, from this episode, it's, it's the couple that bidets together, stays together. For now. So, um, well, before we started, I just wanted to give you the chance to tell our friends how masculine I am. Very masculine, but I think I'm more masculine. <laughs> you definitely are more masculine. Why would you think that? I mean, I am, but why? Well, define masculinity, I guess. Like take care of things? No, I do that. Well, sometimes I'll, I'll help you out. I would say, and first of all, masculinity is so 2016, so that's in the past. But <laughs> you take care of bugs when it comes to bugs. <laughs> We've told the story of, of Teresa coming home to me standing on our sofa in New York City going, why are you standing on the sofa? And I said, because if you look underneath that book, there's a giant cockroach. <laughs> so I think that's pretty masculine of you. Uh-huh. So thank you for that. Um, and you, you're stronger than me, probably. You can, yeah. pick, you can pick me up. You like to pick me up. <laughs> I love to pick you that's up. That's pretty masculine. So yeah. Uh, do I look masculine? Um, no, definitely not. That was a little pause. Definitely. Well, you're getting muscular. Do I? A little well, bit. You, yeah. You took some time off from the gym, but you were getting some pipes. Oh, back at the pipes. Yeah. I think, uh, I think it's good to have a balance. I'm definitely not 100% masculine, and I'm, I'm not 100% feminine, I think. You're it's, not feminine. I'm a little. I mean, I have a, we have a reality TV podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's the most masculine. I don't think, you know, my dad would have expected this. From me. Your dad is not the most masculine person either. Definitely I can not. pick him up too. <laughs> <laughs> Something to look forward to, Dad, on our next family vacation. No, he's he's not. But uh he's well balanced. I take care of things. I, I do a lot of things. I get I don't care like of that as the definition of masculinity though. You don't? Taking care of things? No. I think there's there's different things to take care of, and I think women take care of a lot of things and have always, like women always, if you go back, back in the day, women always took care of the home. Not right? just the home. I take care of like if there is something to complain about, I call and complain. No, that's Because you're not, too nice. That's, you make me call everyone. That's not true. You always make me call everyone. Well, it depends who it is. But then you, if, you, if you, if yes, but then you get too nice and you, we're exactly. not getting, we're not getting what we want. So then I have to call and be the asshole. There's a difference between being masculine and being an asshole. So yes, I would agree. You are ruder than me. Absolutely. But for a reason, <laughs> America, 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 bitches. What are you talking about? If you're a little rude, you get it. You get what you want. Oh I don't know who taught you that. It could go America. sideways real quick. It can, but like I'm never rude to the point that people would be upset with me. I'm just, I'm just firm. I go straight. <laughs> I go straight to the point. You're so nice. You sometimes talk, talk around. I think you get. I don't know what this saying is, but I think you get more bees. You catch more bees with honey. I truly believe that. I truly believe people are gonna go out of their way 
there's more of a chance they're going to go out of their way for you if you're nice to them. If you just come in hot, they're going to well, be like, screw you. No, here's the thing. I never come in hot unless someone screws up. Like, I okay. always go in with an open mind and being nice, whatever it is. But then if people fuck with me. You're going to fuck back. I'm going to fuck back. All right. Well, it's settled then. You're more masculine than me. I think we're equally masculine. <laughs> That's what I was looking for in this relationship. <laughs> Just someone who's equally as masculine. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, I'll take uh, it. You stop it. I'll, I'll take come it. pick you up. <laughs> <laughs> Put it down. All right. Let's move on before this gets any weirder than it already is. Real quick. We're on Instagram at Mary Triati Pod. Maybe we'll post a little story of Teresa picking me up. Who knows? We put some <laughs> weird things on there, like memes and news and other things. You message us, so it's fun at Mary Triati Pod on Instagram. Also, we're on Patreon, Patreon.com/slash Mary Triati. That's actually where we would put such a video if there was one. That would go yeah. on the Patreon as well as our Darcy and Stacy recaps, which are unfortunately coming to an end. Mm-hmm, next mm-hmm. next ooh, week, ooh, I think, is ooh, the last. I have one more thing. I have oh, a more boy. masculine car. <laughs> you do. You really do. You really do. We're not going to get into it because that's a whole, because I got the car that I have because of you. And I told you, get a new car, I'll get yours. And you said, yeah. no, you get a new car, you deserve it. <laughs> so I got a new car. Yep, you definitely do. Um, Patreon.com slash Mary But I love your car. It's a baby. And I love your car. So get on that Patreon for Darcy and Stacy for the next couple of weeks. And then it's going to be Love in Paradise as well as Seeking Brother Husband. You heard right. We're doing two shows on Patreon. So Patreon.com slash Mary Maybe if enough of you guys join, I can get a masculine car. So... Let's you can. See, let's see if we can make that happen. You had a masculine car in the past. It oh, was sure. time for you to step down. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting too masculine. Um, also, make sure you guys are listening or following us wherever you're listening. So if you're on Apple, follow us on Apple. If you're on Spotify, follow us on Spotify. It's so easy to do. Look down, smash that follow button. Guys, smash it like it's as hot and clean as the bidet. I feel like we're going to have a... Deep discussion on this bidet. Well, in, I told in a you. Moment. Well, I told you Save it would it be the, a fun thing to have. Episode. Save it for the episode. Oh, okay. Save it for the episode. <laughs> um, so smash it like it's as hot as that bidet. And last but not least, if you haven't left a review, please do. We love love. Like Darcy says, we love love. Love so, love. So if you haven't left a review, please do. Five-star reviews we read on the 90-day podcast. The Monday. Those are the best reviews. The five stars. Mm-hmm. Love them. So if you write something, if you write something nice, we'll read it on the 90-day podcast. Yeah. All right. That is the housekeeping. Let's do it. There are some things to discuss this episode, so I think we shall do that. Starting with Nicole and Chris's clean butts. Yes, guys. In case you didn't know, this is the sexy talk episode. Oh, yeah. That no, not everyone is on board with, so. Not everyone's having sex, but everyone's going to be forced to talk about it. Actually, the only people having sex are these two. So let's talk about Clean it. Clean butts for, so, <laughs> the, for the impromptu sexy time. Here's what I would say if I was Dr. Pia. I would say if you need a bidet to, to be clean in case of impromptu sex, your sex life is probably okay. Need a bidet? Sex life's okay. Baby wipes are good, too. Baby wipes are okay, and, and we, I don't know if you're stashing them somewhere and using them in secret, but I know we proudly displayed them for a long time at our last place, but then I think we got nervous about flushing them. Yeah. 
So I've strayed away from from the baby wipe. I don't know if I can get behind a bidet or on top of a bidet or whatever. Really? Why not? It seems personal. I don't know if you share a bidet. I know you do. You don't touch it. You be, like it's not like you you shove it up your butt. Well, here's here's the question, and I hope you guys aren't eating during this podcast, but it's okay. How do you not get the bidet covered in in all sorts of things? How does the bidet stay out of the way during the day? I think it's it splashes you, know you from the side. If it can splash your butthole, it can also get splashed by your butthole. Yeah. Again, I, I've never used a bidet, so I could be wrong. Uh, definitely call in, send pictures, videos. We want to know your please personal. Please don't send any pictures or videos. We want to know your personal experience. But that's my only concern. How <laughs> close are we getting to the special area? Well, I feel like you just need to clean up after yourself oh, if boy. that happens. Maybe the bidet cleans up. Maybe it's like self-cleaning. So that's a fancy bidet. That would you want it any other way? No, but I think so many people use it, so I would think that it doesn't get doesn't add any messiness into the into this because that's the opposite of the bidet. I also don't like the addition of the apparatus, like on the side. The the bidet that Chris and Nicole get, you got it installed. It's hanging off the side. It gets clunky. I want a streamlined toilet. Well, if we ever buy a house, then we can have a built-in bidet. There are toilets that come with a bidet. One of my biggest regrets, I stayed at a hotel a year ago, and it had a pretty posh bathroom, and it had a bidet room. It had like a toilet room, and then it had a bidet room. And I didn't you told use. Me. I didn't use the bidet. You should have. I didn't know how. You should have. You should have asked. I could have just experimented a little bit. It wasn't my room. You the, should have. I should have. It's a big regret, but it's just not. It's not for me. But maybe it's the way to go. I think it is the way to go. Okay, Nicole and Chris think it's the way to go. They film themselves using it. Yeah. Which was worse, Nicole and Chris self-filming on the bidet? Or Jasmine self-filming while driving? Well, I think the bidet. I would have said Jasmine if she didn't survive, but she yeah. did. Yeah. That was dumb. That was very Dude, dumb. Like, pull over. And I was especially like, like you, you're looking at the camera and the way it was positioned, it seemed like she had it behind her steering wheel. I couldn't figure it out because I go, no, no way is she driving right now. Teresa goes, look at, she's filming herself while she's driving. I go, she's not driving. She's got one hand in the air making hand motions and the other hand's got to be holding the cell phone. How is she driving? No, she had the, maybe the cell phone was on a holder. You know how you, we yeah, have, have the GPS holder. Yeah, but right in front of her. It wasn't like off to the yeah. side. I think she probably just put it behind her steering wheel. I don't know. I don't know. But she was driving. Was it moving? Maybe the car wasn't moving. Oh, it was moving. Oh, it was moving? 100%. Very concerning. Very concerning. Like, don't do that. So, okay. We got the bidet. It's installed. Rock and roll. Clean butts. Here we go. Dr. Pia is back. And the first thing Pia sees is those dinosaurs. I also love dinosaurs. Don't get any ideas here because this was aggressive dino decorating. This was not... We, we have a couple dinos. We have dinos. Um, artfully placed. 
Yeah, we have a nice dino. An appropriate shell. We have a fantastic dino from Parkwell. Yeah, in Barcelona. Spain. Barcelona. In Barcelona. <laughs> um, but the coffee table dinos? This is too much. I. Yeah, that was that wasn't it. Like we have some dino art. We have the dino Ooh, skull. We have okay, and again on a shelf. Yeah, uh, tucked away. We do have a dino painting, which is very ni- a nice piece of original art. Oh yeah, that's very nice. But ours is tasteful. This was borderline. Oh, you have an eight-year-old. Let me meet him. Yeah, it was a little too much for me. I wish I could own a real dino bone. Well, don't say it twice, Teresa. Really? Are you going to get me one? Well, patreon.com slash married to reality. <laughs> we were in Sedona yeah. a few months ago and they were selling. I don't even buy that that was a real dino bone. It was like $800 for this dino bone. I was but like, it was a tiny dino bone. I don't care. $800? I would have thought any dino bone would have to be. Well, there were thousands of dollars, the other dino bones. Th- I would think minimum to own a piece of a dinosaur, $10,000. There were pieces for like 20 grand. I know, but there's also pieces for 800. Yeah, it's probably from like a. I would think a dinosaur tooth. From a dog. I think a dinosaur tooth <laughs> would be five, five thousand, fifty-seven hundred. They like sell rings made out of dino bone, but I think they'll start just like a p- little tiny pieces. Okay. I always wanted it, but then it doesn't like it doesn't look exactly like the jewelry I wear, unfortunately. Okay. okay. But I would love to own a piece of a dino. Okay. Um. Real quick, without thinking. Dino bone or bidet? Dino bone. All right. <laughs> Noted. So Pia brings up, you guys are banging. That's great. But why not on a honeymoon? And it's a simple answer. So they say they didn't want a relationship purely based off sex. And I don't buy what Chris says because Chris is like, in my past relationship was just all about sex. Dude, you said you banged like twice a year. So how was it all about sex? Well, it was it all was, about not having sex. It was really. all about, oh, you were probably paying for everything. Took her on a vacation. Banged. She banged you as a thank you. That was it. So yeah. I believe that Nicole, she said, well, I was just banging to feel appreciated. I can see that. I can see that. I think a lot of women struggle with that, unfortunately. Yeah. But Chris, like, dude, you literally said you barely banged. I could, I can understand if he's saying the relationship, the focal point was sex, but it was that we were not having sex. And that's all I could think about was I was with this girl for two years. We banged once. I was constantly thinking, why aren't we banging more? So I could see it that way. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't see it like, oh, we did was have sex, sex all the time. No. And yes, Nicole brings up the hate sex where she didn't like the guy, but she banged him to feel better about herself. Not good. Not good. That's it's sad. It's sad. It, it's sad. Yeah. yeah. You should... You could find self-worth in, in other places. Yeah, why would you bang someone you don't like? I know. Um, Anyways. Pia then asks about the foreplay. And Nicole says there's some. She wishes there was more. And to this I say, one more thing Chris isn't compromising on. The whole Mr. Nice Guy, I do everything for everyone. He's proven time and time again that's not the case. I guess, or you know what it is that I think, I think he just doesn't know how, like he just doesn't feel comfortable or maybe doesn't feel empowered enough to do something that's out of his comfort zone. Right. It is a little bit on Nicole if she wants it to bring it up and say, hey, 
let's try this. And then you could see how does Chris respond. I think maybe now having a bidet, there will be more foreplay. I think now that we're clean down there, maybe uh, some more exploring. Sure. We'll go on. All of a sudden, Nicole starts crying. Okay. Very, very emotional. She, all these issues are hitting her that she didn't realize she had. And she's going, okay, well, when I say all this out loud, I, I'm starting to realize I'm, I'm pretty fucked up. And Pia's like, no, no, stop. Don't say that. These things are not you. They happen to you. And I love that Nicole took some personal responsibility and said, I let a lot of this stuff happen mm-hmm. to me. That's great. She could easily be a victim. And, and in a sense, she was. But also take some personal responsibility and say, no, 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 no. Yeah. I, I allowed this to happen. And it's going to be much easier, I think, for you to move on it and for you to empower yourself when you can admit, oh, I had a part to play and I can have a part to play in making sure that doesn't happen again. Yeah, you went from thinking she's crazy to liking her. She's my favorite on this season, I, I think. Like she, I almost feel like, <laughs> I don't know if Chris brought it out of her, but she got this glow. That like she's very pretty. And I feel like at the beginning when she was saying all these crazy things that I didn't see because I kind of just saw her as a crazy person. Yeah. I kind of missed her, right? And now I'm like looking at her and I'm like, you like, Chris is like very lucky. Like, oh, okay. Well, confidence is attractive. And I think Chris showing her some love, showing her some attention gives her confidence. And that's attractive on people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think before she had this fake confidence, a.k.a. And that's what I didn't I'm like about New- her. I'm from yeah. New York City, like, bitch. I'm always drinking with my bitches. Well, you can't fun. stop this. And I was like, oh, I wish you would stop that. And now she stopped that. And, yeah. I, and I like her a lot. So new day. Time to spice things up. We got ourselves a pleasure chest. Uh, No, thank you. Like they, they didn't like this pleasure pleasure chest. Um, Why th- did they got this like giant chest? And, like, right? it was, like they picked it up at like an antique store and then yeah. filled it with perverted products. Yeah, they were like, they're not into that because Nico's like, I want to keep focusing on the mental connection. So let's just close this chest. Let's close the pleasure chest right here. <laughs> there was a massage candle. I don't think I'm into that. Is that like you pouring hot wax on yourself? Ooh, I'm into that. Get really? It. Amazon.com. Mm, not a sponsor. Not for me. Uh, pineapple flavored massage oil. I, I could see mm. enjoying that if you used it on me. Um, <laughs> and Why am I using it all of a sudden? Because I'm, I'm so masculine. Yeah. Um, handcuffs. Nah. Warming lubricant. Nah. A whip. And then yeah. Teresa's favorite, leather. <laughs> I love me some leather. They whipped out the leather and Teresa's like, oh, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, they're not into it. Nicole says, I, I do want to explore. We may hate it. But maybe we'll find something we love. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Who knows? If you don't try, you'll never know. Right? I just feel like certain things turn out being funny instead of like sexy. A hundred percent. And and maybe that's my immature brain or... Here's <laughs> no, what th- it's my immature brain. Here's what I think it is. At least for us. For, <laughs> our, for our relationship. I think if we open up a pleasure chest on our first date it would be wild but 
now that I know you, <laughs> it's hilarious. Like, it's just funny because I know you too well that to try to, to like handcuff you and whip you, I would, first of all, I'd feel bad. <laughs> right? I mean, you can do that if you want. I know I can. I always tell you YOLO. I know, but I just, I think we have this other, we have so much more of a connection like a real connection. Jesus. Right? Yeah. I, th- I don't know. Just for me, like, and I'm sure there are happily married couples for sure that are in the pleasure chest every night. But for me, it's just like, I see you. I I, I don't know if I respect you too much or <laughs> I just. I mean, can I whip you? No. <laughs> and I, I don't okay. know why. And granted, I've never been whipped. I, I might like it. But I, I just don't think I will. I mean, you whip me every Easter. Oh, here we go. Easter time. Oh, you guys know about the Pomaska, right? Mm. There was a few Pomaskas I had my eye on in check. There was an extra large Oh, Pomaska. there was a huge Pomaska. Oh, we might have to post that on Patreon. I think yeah. we were planning on posting it on Patreon. Yeah, my mom took like 59 photos. We were at a restaurant. There's a huge Pomaska. <laughs> and Teresa's mom was like, whip her. John, whip her. <laughs> and I was like, if you Dirty say so. Mom. If you say so, Mrs. T. Um, yeah. I don't know. Let us know your favorite pleasure chest products and we can always experiment. Let you know. Oh, we're getting very personal with our friends. All right. All right. We're having fun here. So, okay. Nicole does say if today was decision day, she would say yes, based on the sex life they currently have. But why not try to spice it up even more? Yeah. Spice it up, bitches. Here's the thing. In this entire show. We've seen a lot of people go through these sexual activities, these games, right? Everyone always either finds it awkward or funny. Mm-hmm. No one's ever like into it. Because you're doing this while there, there's a camera on you and you're doing it with someone you don't know. I know. I really think I, things I, I, are, like, I feel like there are things that are obviously not funny. They can get like very like sexual and stuff, but there are a lot of things like, that what? are just funny. I think, I just think it's all, maybe I'm a child, but I think it's all somewhat humorous. It depends how you look at it. I also feel like if you, for example, yes, I get what you're saying about our relationship because we know each other too well. So certain things would probably make us laugh. Everything would. (laughs) But I feel like if we don't know each other and it's just like you whip it out with a stranger, you might just be like, so you want to put some leather on? And it might be less awkward. Oh, that's what I'm saying. I think, with stra- I think it's great for, for strangers. I think it's, that's what it's for. It's like before I know you intimately, before, before I see you wake up on a Sunday morning in your pajamas, eating cereal with your glasses. You don't on, like, like that? No, I do. But I'm just saying it's just like that's so real. And then you wearing edible underwear with furry handcuffs is like so it just <laughs> – it's such a juxtaposition. That's what it is. And that's why I say it's funny, I guess, because humor is unexpected. And so I think it's just so unexpected for this person that I know that I have this idea of to then do a 180 and be like, wait, what? This is not who. And that's why it's funny. It's unexpected. I think we shared too much. All right. Maybe we did. We really didn't share anything at all. Let's just leave it in our pleasure chest. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's talk about Gina and Clint. Oh, these two besties. They're also getting paid a visit by Pia. They're literally everything but lovers. Gina just comes out and says, we don't feel married, but we're building a foundation of friendship. 
I literally see them staying friends after, maybe. They're definitely bonding. Like, they've definitely come a long way since the honeymoon, which is good. I think Clint is just staying with her for the dog. Clint loves Hank. Hank. He loves Hank. Clint loves Hank. So, obviously, it's the physical barrier. That's the issue. Can we both agree that... They're attractive. Like, they're both attractive. Yeah. Gina's, Gina's very pretty. And there is something about Clint. I don't yeah. know what it is, but I think he, I find him funny. Like, he has a fun, like, funny personality. And I think that's, yeah, when he was saying, like, oh, I'm the king of swag or whatever. It's yeah. Like, he was being like, funny. Yeah. Like, he doesn't take himself too seriously, which I like. Yeah. And he's not hideous looking. No, he has a vibe. He has even a vibe. though Gina said he doesn't. So he, he has, has no swag. Yeah, he's got a vibe. Maybe it's not your vibe, but he's got a vibe. Yeah. And yes, I think she's pretty. So I am surprised that they're not more attracted to each other. I can't help but think it's because of the early on comments. 100%. You're, you're a ginger. You're not athletic. And boom. Now, how can I even? Because sex is very vulnerable. And 100%. How can I allow myself to be vulnerable with you when I know that you already don't find me attractive. Now I'm going to show you everything. What else are you going to find that's wrong? Like it's the same thing, let's say, if in, in the real world, world, we went on a date and then you're like, well, like I see you more as a friend. I'm not that attracted to you. Yeah. And then you hit me up in two months and I would be like, uh, no, thank you. I mean, maybe we can be friends, but why are you messaging me if you were not attra- I would never forget that comment. Yeah. Like, girls don't forget ugly comments. No. Guys especially don't either, like, I don't think. Especially comments about their looks. Of course. Of it's, course. Especially, and especially if it's, like, not positive. Especially if it's something that you may wrestle with, too. And then some. if it's something you never thought about, if you thought, like, oh, there's... An, if you never once thought about your ears, and then someone was like, oh, you kind of have, like, elfish ears, then you might be like... That's weird. Like, I don't know why you think that. I never thought that. But if it's if you were always worried about your nose and then someone makes a comment on your nose, then you're going to it's going to stick with you and yeah. hit you even harder. I feel like if someone says like, oh, you know, I don't find you attractive because I'm more into brunettes and I'm very blonde. I have bl- I have blonde hair. I have blonde hair on my on my arms. I have light eyes. Yeah. So I, would I be saw like, you touch your eyebrow and then I think you realized you didn't know what the word was. Yeah. So you bailed on it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Teresa's like, she, Teresa's like fluffing her hair. Like I have blonde hair. I have blonde. And then she rubs her eyebrow and she goes, uh, blonde hair in my arms. <laughs> eyebrows. Yeah. I make my eyebrows darker with a pencil, but I have a very light eyebrows. And so if someone's not into blondes then and, and tells me, then I will be like, oh, I get that. Like it makes sense. But sure. if someone makes a comment about like, I'm not attracted to you because you are a little bigger or you're not as athletic or you're too athletic, yeah. then I would be like... A little muscly. <laughs> that would be like, well, that's rude. Yeah. So Pia says, well, let's talk about other things that may spark arousal. If it's not the physical attraction, what else is there? And for Clint, he's a big scent guy. <laughs> I was like laughing so big, uh, I got a plethora of colognes, Pia. <laughs> uh, rich vanillas. Mahogany wood leather. Speaking of, did you order the scents for the apartment? Mm-hmm. Good. If you want to know what our apartment smells like, guys. Probably like Clint's. Cashmere woods. Ooh, that's what you got. I like that one. It's a little Cash- strong. We got to like gotta dial go about, back. 
you go about 30% on the plug-in. Yeah. When we yeah. first took it out of the Ooh. box, we went 100%. I got high on that. For the first 30 minutes, we were like, this smells so good. <laughs> and then an hour later, we're like, my head really hurts. <laughs> <laughs> Cashmere Woods. Yeah, very good. Um, so Gina says, well, I like cologne too, but also style, which makes sense. She's a, she's a hairstylist, so obviously that's important, but that's physical, Gina. Yeah. That's, style is physical. So if you're not attracted to him, you're probably not attracted to his style, really. His swag. I'm also big on style. Like yes. I like your style. If you Thank were dressing you. like a like a typical like dude, <laughs> then I would I don't know. I would have to I would want to change you, which I would never want to do to anyone. So that would be a thing. But since the day I met you, I always thought that you have a good style, like you have a good vibe. There was only one pair of pants I owned that Teresa could not no. wrap her head around. And it was from when John lived in Connecticut. <laughs> Such Connecticut pants. Yeah, like just, just <laughs> you live in New York now. Just say goodbye to these pants. <laughs> um, yes. And so Gina does not think that Clint has swag. Clint vehemently disagrees and says he has seen your swag. He's the <laughs> king of swag. I don't think he has bad style. He does not. It's your classic New England guy style. But I'm not a big fan of the boat shoes. No, kind of. but that's his that's his vibe. Well, like, that's his vibe. He yeah. has a vibe. Chris of Nicole and Chris has zero vibe. Yeah. Right. So I would take Clint's vibe over no vibe. True. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I hate when like guys wear clothes that don't fit them, like very baggy or like ugly dress shoes. Ah. Oh boy. Ah. Oh, oh boy. You have nice dress shoes. Thank you. You have nicer dress shoes than me. Thank you. So, okay. Pia leaves. And Clint's like, you don't think I have swag? Did you see my French cuffs? <laughs> we learn he cuts his own hair. Yeah, I can tell. Really? Yeah. Gina's like, you can start me getting a swag haircut at the salon. <laughs> that I like, own. She loves. She's like looping the salon in. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually kind of surprised slash impressed that he cuts his own hair. That's pretty good. The pandemic taught us all. I would have cut your hair, but you're too sensitive. I just grew it out. Yeah. You would have been the third, fourth person in my entire life that would have cut my hair if you cut my hair. I would be nervous because if I messed up, I would not want to deal with you after. Yeah, but you, but that's the beautiful thing is like, it's just you that I would want to look good for. And so yeah. if I didn't look good, I'd be like, well, that sucks. You're the one that has to look at me. <laughs> Yeah, you were kind of like growing like wild hair. We all were. Well, I have a long straight hair. I, yeah. Mine was just hard to brush, but yeah. I look the same. Oh, yeah, remember when yours tangled up like crazy? Uh, and then we had to use Johnson & Johnson's No More well, Tears that's shampoo? that's because I went to this like hip salon, like super hip, super cool, cactuses everywhere, loved it. And then this hoe left the dye, like the balayage oh on my hair for too long, and she burned Yikes. my hair. I was Yikes. so upset. Like, John was brushing my hair for months, like baby shampoo. Yeah. And then I found this great salon for, like, specialized for in blonde hair, Florida, and they're the best. They're the bomb. They nice. just do it so well, and I love it so much. Nice. Okay, so it's time to talk about sex. There was no pleasure chest here. They had printouts. Gene and Clint had printouts. Here's the thing. This was not the setting. If you're going to take this seriously, which I don't think they did. No. This was not the setting to do the exercise. They're standing in the kitchen, fluorescent lights on. 
drinking water. And it's like, what's your safe word? No, dim the lights, light a candle, pour a glass of wine, flip on some R&B. Let's go. Mm, okay. Well, they sat down for the touchy part when they were like rubbing themselves with the different a feather, brushes. I'm a set. Let me tell you, have you ever rubbed a brush on yourself? Yeah, it's nice. So good. How often do you do that? Rarely, but I need to start doing it more. I accidentally do it sometimes when I brush my hair. Sometimes, I have long hair. Sometimes, and this is like not wild, I'll be brushing my hair and like I'll get lower on my <laughs> neck. I'm like, man, that's really nice. <laughs> but, <laughs> but sometimes I'll sit there like and do it on Where my leg. Where do you sit? On the sofa or whatever. Oh. I've done it a couple times in my life and I'm like, this is really nice. It's all the little, ooh, I'm doing it now with my fingers. It's all <laughs> the little tentacles, just all the bristles. Okay. So nice. I feel like they just should have brushed the dog. Hank would you remember, remember when I brushed Fluffy the dog? Yes. Loved it. Fluffy she, loved, she loved it. it. I she loved, loved it. it so much. That was beautiful. It was beautiful. Um, so at least they were touching each other. Like this was a baby step. Yeah. I think at the end though, Clint just ended up rubbing Ben Gay on his knee. Yeah. <laughs> He's getting old. I feel like they were supposed to rub the lotion on each other, but it was too much. Yeah. So they just, he just rubbed it on himself. But it's progress. For them, it's progress. Will they say I do or say yes on decision day? I don't think so. I don't think so. But uh, at least we're, we're seeing yeah. a little intimacy and they're living together in peace and maybe somewhat joy which is nice. All right. I think before we move on, we should take a quick break. Yes. We will tell you about our sponsor for this episode and we'll be back in a second. All right. We'll be back. And we're back. Hello, Jonathan. Hello, Teresa. How are things? Things are good. All right. Things are good. Let's talk about Jasmine and Eris. All right. Pia is there to investigate. And... Things are not going as they both envisioned. Yeah. And Eris was like, well, that's the risk of marrying a stranger, but there's still a chance things can improve. It's like, that's such bullshit. You're not doing anything to facilitate improvement, Eris. Did you hear at the beginning of this whole episode, DP, no, PC was like, oh, Dr. Pia will be visiting the couples. We called her up to speed. So huh? Why wasn't she involved? Wait, since, what? Yeah, I didn't hear it. I heard them say something, and all I yeah. thought was like, oh, here we go again with Dr. P.U. Yeah, no, she, he's like, we called her up to speak. Really? Meaning she wasn't even watching this. They, DP and PC probably gave her the quick elevator pitch, like this couple's this, this couple's <laughs> that, this couple has these issues, go. Wow. Yeah. Maps is falling apart. I don't know. Like <laughs> DP, what is DP? What is PC? What are they doing? They yeah. don't care. They appear in these cameos. They showed up once. They let these people do whatever. And it's a failure. Yeah. And now you have Dr. Pia who was caught up to speed. That's, that's ridiculous. I mean, now granted, uh, a therapist or counselor doesn't need to know everything going into a situation. You have a conversation and you're client your patient fills you in so that's okay but yeah i feel like if you're on this show you should be invested in this show yeah she's not they need to go back i know we've said it before but they need to go back to the old-fashioned format 
That right? was a winning format. I don't know how many seasons. It was definitely for th- at least three that I can remember. I also loved when they were supposed to find their own apartment. You loved With that. the budget. You loved that. They would have had. Because that's a taste of reality. Absolutely. Not everyone can live in a two-bedroom high-rise with a pool and a gym. It's like, you're just extending this honeymoon. Yeah. Like, let's get to real life and yeah. see how things work. Yeah. And let's have some professional intervention when needed. Absolutely. I don't know what we're doing here, Mavs, but... But Dr. Pia's here, yes, and yes. she's trying to get to the bottom of this, and basically Jasmine says, well... My needs are not being met because he's not physically attracted to me. And he and and, and Dr. Pia is like, well, are you building a friendship? Right. And Jasmine's like, he friend-zoned me on the honeymoon. Right. At first Ouch. you think, oh, it, it's good. They're, they're friends. But then Pia picks up on it. I did too. Like the way you're using friendship has a negative connotation. Yeah. You don't want to be friends. She, and she said, says. Yeah. She said he friend-zoned me. That yeah. means like. Uh, he basically doesn't want her. He doesn't want her until she doesn't want him. It's a weird twisted thing. Yeah, but it's dumb. It is dumb, but okay. If that's his kink, that's his kink. But like what? Should she spend her whole life pushing back on him so he wants her? I don't think so, but that's what he wants. I don't think they're right for each other. I like her a lot. I think she deserves the world. He... Is an ass. I completely agree. Um, So then we get the segment brought to you by HelloFresh. That actually wasn't brought to you by HelloFresh, but it should have been brought to you by HelloFresh. Yeah, we we love HelloFresh. I'm very surprised. It's the perfect product integration for Mm -hmm. this series to be like, oh, HelloFresh. It makes it, oh, we're so busy filming and it's so easy. Remember in San Diego, the, what was their names? Um, She was like super like wealthy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they did HelloFresh, too. I know. That's why I thought for a second it was, but they don't ever show a logo. We just no, we, we do just HelloFresh. No, because we, we do HelloFresh. And we do it at 9.58 p.m. like they were doing it. I saw the clock and I oh, was really? like, yep. Yeah. We, we started doing it. This is not an ad. We started doing HelloFresh because of the podcast. And we're like, yeah. we don't have any time to cook dinner. Also because you're picky I'm and it's picky. like planning food for the week with you is painful because I go to the store. You go to the store and we just text each other like, what are we eating today? Well, I don't know. What do you think? Mm. Then we decide and then we try to decide what to eat the next day so we don't have to go to the store every single day. Yeah. Very difficult. And I like to cook. I feel like cooking is like my way of relaxing, not at 11 p.m. after podcasting, but when I have the time to do it, I yeah. truly enjoy it, and I just want someone to shop for me. Well, this Hello is that's easy. Yeah. There you go. They were rocking their Mr. and Mrs. aprons, and yeah, you take those off. You need to earn the right to wear those aprons, and you did not earn that right. Exactly. Right. Yeah, they're trying. No, they're making not. the cool, cool. What 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 do you call these sarcastic sarcastic air quotes? Yeah. They're trying. Yeah. Um. They need to stop talking about only negative things. This is what I would say if they called me in as a expert and they called me mm-hmm. up to speed and then I went to talk to them. I would say, stop focusing on the negative. All you guys do is talk about the negative. You're sitting there cooking at 10 p.m. talking about all these issues at the wedding that your sister said, right? Have some fun. Go do something fun. Forget about your problems for a second and try to bond over an enjoyable activity. 
Go True. do go for a weekend getaway, right? And have some fun and, and connect on something else. All they talk about are the things that are bothering them, but no solutions come from it. So then it's just, it's not helpful at all. Because I think that's all they have in common, the things they bother. Right, them. they need to go find positive things that they have in common. True. They haven't gone and done that. They haven't explored, oh, what do we have in common? Should we go to a concert? Should we go to a museum? Let's go to a park. Like, let's go have fun. Let's go rollerblading. Let's go over to the beach for the day. Let's go and let's not talk about. That in Nashville, that would be very far. The beach? Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. All right. Well, I was like, let's go down to the mid, do Broadway, like have fun. Yeah. We love Broadway. Sure do. Shout out love to Nudies. Love it after like five drinks before another day. Shout out to Nudies. Oh, we love Nudies. Yeah. I should be wearing my Nudies shirt. I, I never wear my Nudies shirt. I never wear my Nudies shirt. I have too many shirts. Don't get me started on this stuff. <laughs> Guys, John has about like a 200 different shirts. Uh-huh. And I categorize them for him. He mixes them up. He mixes his hangout shirts and his sleep shirts. Mm-hmm. But you need to get rid of some of your shirts. Just donate I them. Know, I forgot about my new shirt. I just shirt. donated some of my clothes. Donate your shirts. Okay, I will. All right. But yeah, don't donate your nudies shirt. Absolutely not. Uh, let's talk about Kirsten and Shaq. Because this is, whoo, this couple is up and down, topsy-turvy, in and out, inside out. So, okay. I know I, I was like a big, big advocate for their relationship for Kirsten, but... I was not. Oh? I said I was not. Well, you are not. But here's the thing. I don't know what she's doing. Like, she, I think, I truly think she is into him, but yet, when she's put on the spot... She still says things that hurt him. And I think it really got to him. I don't think he's as happy as he was. And now I believe if they don't make it, it's going to be because of Shaq. Like he's going to say no. If they don't make it, he's going to be the one who's going to shut this down. He was happy when he saw her because she's a very pretty girl. He was happy on the honeymoon too. Mm, until she, It was the honeymoon where she was like, you need to stop joking. Like not everything needs to be a joke. And at that point I go, you're trying to change his personality. Relax. He's not going to appreciate that. And he hasn't moving forward. He was happy because he goes, oh, I got a hot wife. And then he realized, oh, her personality kind of sucks. Yeah, but she tried. Like she, I, I, she definitely warmed up. I think she like she finds him attractive. She wants him to bang her. But here's the thing. <laughs> she wants him to take the lead and to be the man. But because of all her comments in the past, he doesn't want to because he doesn't want to cross her. He doesn't want to invade her space. It's not even that. It is that. But I'm going to add on to that. She's made comments that emasculate him. Oh, you're not like my dad. Oh, you can't provide a house. You're not going to buy me a car. These are all emasculating comments. And then she wants him to be this man and rip her clothes off and throw her down on a bed and bang her. And it's like, well, you just emasculated the guy. I think it's, thank God you're not like my dad. My dad can be, I love my dad, but he can be an asshole. And you're not. Yeah. But you have some similarities. Okay, I guess. But, but you you don't look like my dad. You don't act like my dad. Uh, and I'm glad. Like, no, <laughs> Who wants to bang their own dad? Jeez, that's, that's, a different true. Pod, that's a different podcast. Well, it's true. It's true. Like, I feel like a lot of girls were like, well, I want to find someone like my dad. It's like. Well, do you have it? Then you have issues. Yeah, you have daddy issues. You have daddy issues, and that's not good. Like, yes, you and my, you and my dad, you both are musicians. That's what you have in common. Mm-hmm. However, very different people. Lo- love you both yeah. in a different way. Yeah. But I would never be like, oh, I need to find someone like my dad. I it's know. Like, 
No, I don't. It's funny because I never set out with the with the active thought of I need to find someone like my mom. I just found you. And then the I'm more. I'm a lot like your mom. And then, yes, it, it took me a little while to see that. But then I was like, oh, you guys are very similar. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm not in person, friends with your Not mom. in personality necessarily. Your mom is friendlier. Your mom is my mom. Is it's your mom too now? My mom, yeah. My mom is queen of the stop and chat. Can talk to anyone. Very friendly. Yeah, She's a real She's got to talk. I wish I was, but I'm not. But such a loving person. Such a you before me. Like she would do anything for me to take care of me. Me too. And, and you would too. And goes out of her way to take care of other people, just like you. So yeah. and I drive all the time, as her mom does. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Um, anyways, back to Kirsten and Shaq. They're Skyping because Shaq went away for work. And so Kirsten's back in Nashville. And you can just see how checked out Shaq is on this call. He's so checked out. And she's like trying. She's like, I miss you. I can, can wait for you to come home. I wish I wish I was there. And But we learned later why he was checked out. Because she yeah. was supposed to go on the trip with him. Yeah. And as if it was supposed to pack, she said, well, I have plans. Yeah. Um, and at the end of the call, they hang up and I guess she tried to blow him a kiss. Yeah. But he didn't see it and, and reciprocate. So then she calls him back and I was like, you didn't blow me a kiss. It's it's not going well. No. Which I called, but you. But here's the thing. They both are very smart. I think she sees what she, the damage she did mm-hmm. and she's trying to fix it. However, it's still her. Like she still has this personality that. She can't well, fully embrace and be bubbly and loving, but she she's trying on her own on her own pace. But she already heard him, as you said, emasculated him enough that now he seems to be a little checked out. She's not living in reality completely. Because when Pia comes and pays them a, a visit, Dr. Pia, and asks, How are things going? She's like, Things are going great. It's great. And if looks could kill Shaq was just staring daggers like that is not true and he says it they go yeah no i would say things have been rocky but i don't know if she was just saying that because she didn't want to address the hard stuff but to me it was like she doesn't she's not grounded in reality she actually doesn't know how Shaq feels or what's going on she's like yeah things are great well and she didn't help this situation with her comment about that she finds him attractive when he Moves boxes, uh, or that's where she finds him masculine. This was so dumb. He uses his muscles. Uh, you know, making sure uh, things are getting taken care of, getting the job done. Huh? It's like, what? And then, so do you think he's masculine? Uh, he is. It's like Shaq wanted to get up and walk out of that apartment. Yeah, I also like. I know we joked about this at the beginning. I do find you masculine. Are you the most masculine person? No, but I don't want you to be. And I don't want to be. You take care of yourself. Like you hang out with me all the time. We do this podcast. Like if that's less masculine, then I'll take it over you fixing a, fixing a car and drinking a beer and watching football on Sundays. Mm-hmm. I fucking don't like that. Yeah, I, don't I like that you watch stuff with me and we hang out all the time. But we also, I mean, I, I watch hockey. Yeah, I watch hockey with you. Every week and we watch NASCAR once you a year. You love NASCAR. Once a year. Oh, we watch it more often, but not not as often. There's as a healthy other balance. 
I think you got to be well-rounded. Absolutely. And so I think that's Shaq too. It's just, she has this idea. I'm telling you, she has daddy issues. And I, when she talked about her childhood, how her dad was taking care of everyone mm-hmm. and he was the breadwinner and I can understand. Um, but at the same time, it's like, move on from this. This is that, I, do you really want your dad? I don't think you but do. But she never really defined her idea of masculinity. Cause Shaq Cutting was like, boxes. <laughs> Shaq was like, do I need to defend us from a robber at a gas station? Like, is that? And she never defined it. I, th- I honestly think if he just bought her more shit, she would think that's masculine. I guess. She's brought it up a number of times. Well, some husbands buy cars. Some husbands. I honestly think if he bought her a gift once a week. Oh, here's flowers. Oh, here's a necklace. Oh, here's whatever. That's masculine in her mind. Maybe. I don't know that it's necessarily a strength thing or a sports thing. I think it's take care of me, give me things. And that's masculine in her mind because that's what she says about her dad. She never says, oh, oh, my dad used to drink beer and watch football. It's my dad used to take, provide for the family. Yeah. So who knows? It's not good. No, it's not. I feel bad. I, I was really rooting for them. I still am. I still am. But she needs to adjust her mindset. Agreed. So then we get maybe the weirdest sexual <laughs> activity. I didn't get this. I, I, I heard them explain it. And then I said, you know, it's better if I just watch it and try to figure this mm-hmm. out. So one person is blindfolded. Mm-hmm. The other person has to navigate them vocally, verbally, to find a sexually charged item that's been <laughs> hidden in the apartment. Yeah, so Kirsten is blindfolded first. Shaq navigates her to find a rope <laughs> on the washing machine, <laughs> yeah. and he ties her up, and she likes it. It's like, sometimes you have to let me take control. I think she likes I think that's what she wants to hear. Like she, she wants the control, but yet she wants him to be the leader. And he is being a gentleman because of all her past comments. So he's yeah. letting her be her. And then she complains about it. Oh, this is interesting. Yeah. And, and this is where we hear that when he went away for work, he asked Kirsten to come. And all of a sudden at the last minute, she had plans. Yeah. And so he said he was not happy about it. And he seems very sad. And the producers are asking him, like, are you happy? This was so confusing to yeah. me. He's like, I'm not happy, but I'm grateful. Yeah. I think it's because he's religious. Oh. I think he's grateful he got a wife. He's grateful he has someone. But he's not. she doesn't make him happy. Well, he says she, she's not at a place where she supports me. In my yeah. life. Meaning she didn't go with him to Memphis. And you saw Who how... Who wants to go to Memphis, Shaquille? I think it's the worst city. It's in, supposed to be one of the worst I've cities. never been. I've never been. Call in and tell me it's it's lovely. I would trust you if you've been there. It's I like Waterbury. But it always comes up as like the most dangerous yeah. city in, in the country. But yeah, you saw from episode two or three, whatever it was, when they had to skip the honeymoon for a couple of days and go to work. Like, yeah. He was over the moon 
that yeah. she was there. And we all said, oh, my God, that's amazing that she went and supported him. That's the stuff. You also set the precedent that you're willing to go. Yeah. And so now when you stop going, you're like, wait, what? What changed? I thought we were doing this thing together. Well, let's just be honest. Like, We all want to feel supported when it comes to our jobs. Like, I want you to support me, and you do, and vice versa, I yeah. would hope. Yeah. Right? Finish and, your thought. And so that's nothing unusual that Chag wants to feel supported by her. Okay. But I would say going on a business trip with someone is not supporting them at work. I just went with you. I know. I know. But I didn't. Didn't you like it? It was fine. We went for other reasons. But her, True. if if Kirsten went to Memphis, that's not supporting him at work. That His work is his work, and she can support that from afar. It's not like she's going to the office or the classroom with him, helping him in his day-to-day. -day. That would be silly. That'd be silly. But she can support him from work or support his work from afar. What this is is just a lack of communication. That's what pissed him off was when... He said, you're going to come. And she basically said, yes. And then at the last minute changed her mind. It has nothing to do with supporting him at work. It has everything to do with a lack of communication and misleading him and making him think one thing and then changing the plan at the last minute. I guess. Well, let's see if they can get over this and say yes on D-Day. Let's see. All right, let's hang out with the guys and the girls. At so the, oh, okay. I was just going to say, the guys hang out at the baseball stadium. Boring. And the girls are making cocktails. Fun. So, yeah, I'm, I'm masking. I think I'd rather go. I, now, I love an espresso martini, but I would rather take a couple cuts. I hate baseball. Like This is like one of the worst things America created. Baseball and American football. Sorry, guys. I used to play baseball, but... What are you going to do? It's really boring. I love hockey. Hockey is great. It's fast. It's moving. It's moving. Boom, 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 boom. Loud music. You dance every couple of minutes when someone scores, right? Yeah. Football, just people jump on top of each other. Baseball, they literally just wait around. Did you find it interesting that the guys had a woman leading their activity? Oh, I didn't think of that. And the girls had a guy. Leading their Chief activity. cocktail officer Freddy. CCO. <laughs> right? I was like, huh, that's interesting. I wonder what the psychology is behind that. I don't know. It's 2023. So? It's like the girls leading leading baseball and the guys leading cocktail making. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yes, the guys were at the ballpark. And very quickly, Chris may have been the best at baseball. No, Shaquille. No, Chris. I, I think, think Shaquille. Okay, well... Worst. Clint. <laughs> king of swag, not king of the swing. <laughs> Tell you that much. Yeah. Um, and they finish taking some cracks. They sit down to talk. Chris brings up Nicole's self-worth issue, self issues. Mm -hmm. That's the ongoing conversation. Shaq says he and Kirsten are doing a 7 or 8 out of 10, which I think he's going high. Not to alarm anyone. True. But then Harris is like, okay, we're at the baseball stadium. What base are you at? And uh -huh. he's like, well, maybe second base. And I, then, and Clint, I love it. Clint, Clint goes like, well, we're, we're not even at <laughs> the stadium. <laughs> Such a 
such an honest so answer. Good. <laughs> it was so Very good. Very clever. That's why I like him because he doesn't take himself too seriously. Yeah. Shaq said second rounding third. And I found that very hard to believe. But then we see the preview of next week, and I think they bang. I think they bang, yeah. So I believe it. Well, because then we see the girls hanging out, making cocktails, espresso martini, yummy, mm-hmm. yummy. And talking about the same, literally the same thing. And Kristen says, I, it's going great. I want Shaq to lead this. Yeah. I want him to want me. I want him to pursue me. I want him to dominate want me. to dominate me. I want him to bang me. And the girls were like, well, if he, so if he starts someday, are you going to let him? She's like, yes. Yeah. Like she got to the point that she wants him, but because of what she didn't said, he doesn't, he's not encouraged. Right. I hope. It's like if you push someone, especially nowadays, then you kind of want the other person to give you a signal, right? Yeah. But now oh, yeah, she yeah. wants him. And now he's, basically holding back because of all her comments. I'll I'll be interested. I doubt they'll share, but it'd be great to know who initiated the sex Mm -hmm. because apparently it comes. Yeah. No pun intended. I'd be interested to, to hear, did Shaq take the lead? Did Kirsten make the move? Who knows? Who knows? So that's in the cards. And then Gina says, well, we need to start building intimacy to see if we can even sustain any type of healthy marriage, mm-hmm. which I think they could. If they could find each other desirable or like attractive, then yes, because they have the friendship. Yeah. Yeah. I think they have a, a solid foundation. There's one crack in it, which is the early comment. Well, it's a big crack. It's a but big crack. There is one couple that's not going to make it. And based on the future previews, definitely not. And that's Jasmine, Jasmine and Aries. And Jasmine, poor Jasmine, just crying. She's like, I'm just not happy. Like, it's, uh, she's like, I'm at my breaking point, And I feel so bad for her. I know. I hate when I still have Dominique and McKinley at the way bottom of my mm. notes. I use the same document. Every episode, and I just mm. delete my old notes, put my new notes in, and I still have Dominique and McKinley. And and as you're speaking about Jasmine at her breaking point, crying, I go, you know what? I get mad at couples who throw in the towel, like Dominique and McKinley, and I say, mm-hmm. how dare you? You're here for our enjoyment and our <laughs> entertainment, and I don't care if you're upset. But I actually almost wish Jasmine called it. And it's like you don't need to put yourself through it, like. If Eris somehow comes around at this point, he's not. I wouldn't buy it. No. I wouldn't buy it. No. So I almost wish she threw in the towel and Dom and Mac were still here. Yeah, I forgot about him, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. But that's the episode. That's old guys. That's the sex episode. Sex episode. Yeah. You could say it like that. Sex episode. The sex episode. The sex episode. The masculinity episode. Mm. Yeah. It was. Interesting. I'll take it any day over the letters to my younger self. I fucking hate that. <laughs> but I, I, as always, I enjoy this way more. But this episode, especially for some reason, this was just very enjoyable, Jonathan. To talk about? Yeah. Ah, I right. mean, every every week it is. But there there are certain episodes that we talk about. But I have fun. But the episodes are just like me. But this one was just great to talk to talk about. Well, I enjoyed talking about it with you, Teresa. Thank you. Thank yeah, you, really Jonathan. Nice. It's really nice. 
Very, right. very nice. I'll whip you later. Mm. All right. Happy Easter. <laughs> um, hope you guys enjoyed. And happy Passover. Oh, thank you, Thres. I appreciate yeah. it. Happy Passover to you. Thank you. Yeah. Happy Passover to you guys listening. Happy Easter. I don't think we'll talk to you guys before Easter, will we? No. No. Well, Easter's on Monday, so. Sunday. Well, in Czech, it's on Monday. I don't think we're in Czech. Well, when did. What, what, Last time I checked. So what happened to Jesus during Easter? He rose. He rose on Sunday in America on, in, on Monday in the Czech Republic. Yeah. I don't, uh, well. Yeah, Czech's ahead. Six hours ahead. So, so he, he rose like in the evening in America and like early morning in the Czech Republic? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand why this is difficult for you. <laughs> okay. Like if he rose right now, it would be the next day in Czech. Yeah, but why would he rose at night? Some some people can't sleep. <laughs> but then it's early morning in Europe. Yeah. Early bird gets the worm. I actually think he rose early morning because he was in is- Israel, right? You know what, Teresa? I don't think it's real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but this but who am I to say? All right. You're entitled to your own beliefs. I just read an article how Easter is very... Very damaging holiday for ducks. Like peeps? Like why? why no, ducks? like ducks. The actual quack quack, like the why? actual animal. Because apparently parents buy ducklings for kids for Easter. Why? And after, well, because they're dumb. And after a month, when the ducks get a little bigger, bigger mm-hmm. and it's past Easter, like, well, well, what do we do with this duck? And they just release it at the park, but a lone duck. I don't it's understand so what ducks have to do with Easter. I heard bunnies. Ducks, apparently, too. In Czech, we have hens. Hens? Hens, the animal. Hen. Hen and rabbits, not bunnies. Okay. I think bunnies are made up. I believe in rabbits. Close enough. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah, I think rabbits and hens. Okay. Apparently, ducks, too. All right. Do you just, just read it on National Geographic. Do you guys do egg hunts? No. You don't like hide eggs. Why would we do that? Oh, we did that. Remember when we did that in Atlanta last year? Oh, we did that with my aunt and uncle, yeah. your Jewish relatives. (laughs) (laughs) We got some eggs too. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, We don't hide eggs. We deserve them. Oh. You walk from house to house. You get hit by the pomlaska. Oh, yeah, you do. Say a poem. Um, Do you know what we Jews hide? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my God. (laughs) No. no, I don't. Uh, matzah. So we would, we would, you'd wrap like a piece of matzah in paper towel. You'd hide it and it's called, you find the afikoman. How many? One sheet. Oh, that's it. Find the afikoman and then whoever finds it gets the cash. Oh. So it's sort of like the eggs, like how there's money in the eggs or whatever. No, but just sad, you just hide one, one sheet of matzah. Yeah. Is it salted matzah at least? Whatever you want. Oh. Could be chocolate covered. There is chocolate covered matzah. <laughs> Yes. I would love to try it one day. Maybe one day. Maybe. All right. Oh, we're still recording. Oh. Um, <laughs> let's uh, let's end this thing, guys. Follow us on Instagram at Married to Reality Pod. Check out the Patreon, patreon.com slash Married to Reality. Make sure you follow the podcast wherever you're listening. It's so easy to do. Look down and smash that follow button. Guys, smash it like it says hot. Chocolate covered matzo. That's our conversation about the chocolate covered uh, matzo. She's just. Sure, Stop it. Just chocolate covered. All right. Uh, and thank you again for the reviews. If you haven't left one, please do. We will read the five-star reviews on the 90-day podcast. Yes. All right. That is it. I've said it all. We've said actually all. said way too much 
on this episode. Classic. So that means we'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.